Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome, 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 my sisters and brothers in Christ. This is your sister, Heavenly, and I am so blessed and honored to the Lord to be here another morning, another blessed morning. It is August the 21st at um, 8, 12 a.m. Eastern on a Friday morning. God bless everyone. And if you're listening for the first time, I give you the biggest and blessed, warmest love virtue in the spirit of God right now. And how do I do that? My new sisters and brothers in Christ, I wrap myself around myself. Mm -hmm. And that is my way of hugging and greeting and meeting you. And I thank God for your families. I thank God for you that he led you by his spirit where he has ordained this place so you can be whole in him where he teaches us his true living word. When we learn together as a family, I welcome you to the Christ family where this is a place that the Lord said, be real, you can heal, you can be delivered. He has ordained this podcast to be everything he said it would be. He said it would be a delivering place. He said that it would be a dedicated place. He said it will become a faithful place and people. You will be able to have your walk in Christ and learn so many different things about living in Christ on this journey, on this very podcast. I thank God for your blessed life because it's a blessing to learn the Lord, to be in the Lord. And I thank God for every uplifting that he is working out and doing in your lives. So my other sisters and brothers, that's your sisters and brothers now in Jesus Christ is listening and they are giving you the warmest, biggest welcome ever. Let's all give each other the biggest and warmest welcome ever today. Wrap our arms around ourselves. Mm -hmm. When you listen, you just know that you feel loved. When you listen, you know that the Lord, the very presence of the Lord is always in this place. And that's why I'm so blessed because it's his truth that's here. I'm led by his spirit to doing what he say do. When I come up here, the Lord and I get together and the Lord would tell me and he would show me what to bring to everyone, including myself. This is a place that you will be uplifted. Your life will never go back to being the same. The Lord is going to bless your life. He's going to turn around your circumstances because he is that good of our God. He is our heavenly father. So I just welcome all my sisters and beautiful brothers in Christ. It is a blessing. We're going to open up with prayer. How is everyone doing? God wants to hear from you. I have something I need to talk about before we get into it. Um, But we're going to do a prayer first. And I just thank God for the new sisters and brothers in Christ. And I thank God for all my brothers and sisters on Christ and Christ up here today. To God be the glory. I'm excited for Jesus first, and I get excited when we come together as a family. We are a whole in Christ. We are unique. We are beautiful. We are specialized. God created us to be our maximum for him, and God will bless us through every part of our life. As long as we give it to the Lord, Bring all our supplications to God, all our complaints to him. Let the Lord work it out and he will work it out for our good. Amen. So let's get our mind prepared to go into prayer. Let's clear our minds. 
Let's prepare our hearts to receive Jesus. We're here to surrender. And I just thank God you guys are so amazing. And I'm excited to share the good news of the gospel. And that's what it's all about when we come here. This is a place where we can just get comfortable in Jesus' name as being here together as sisters and brothers in Christ. So when you come listening up here, you know that you're not the only one. You know that you're not alone. You know you belong to a special family. Christ's family is always going to be special. It's full of love. It's full of God's love. And we need to feel God's love all the time. We need the Lord's love and we need each other. People think they don't need nobody, but we need to embrace one another. That's what real love is about, embracing the love of Christ together. And we are sisters and brothers. We are family through the Christ air and Jesus. So we got a sound mind. We're prepared to lift the Lord up this morning as he will lift us up. Heavenly Lord, we thank you in Jesus' name. We come boldly to you, O Father God, standing in the name of Jesus. We thank you, O God, for waking us up to a new day today. We bless your holy name, O God. We thank you for the prayers that has gone up for everyone up here today, O God. I thank you in Jesus' name for meeting all and supplying all our needs, O God. We thank you for working things out. We thank you for the turnarounds, O God. We are standing right here before you, humbling ourselves, ready to receive your rich word, O God. And we thank you in the name of Jesus for every word that you are going to pour in our souls today. We thank you for every anointing that's going to fill our spirit up today. We thank you, O God, for your love that is all through our heart, O God. Teach us your way today, O God. Let us receive what we came to receive out of the word, O God, and let us learn to apply the word. So I thank you for everyone up here. I thank you for their blessed families as well, O God. Touch everyone around them in the name of Jesus. Open the many doors, O God, that need to be opened. Release the miracles in the atmosphere, O God. So I thank you and we bless your holy name. Cover us up in your holy blood, O God. I put on the whole armor in the name of Jesus, of God, that we stand, O God, no matter what comes and goes. We would not be afraid. We would not fear, but we would trust in your word. We would stand on the word, O God. So I thank you for building your kingdom impact in us. Let us do what you called us to do, O God. Teach us how to humble ourselves before you, O God. So I thank you, O God, for every nourishing word. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. I thank you for your light. I thank you, O God, for your spiritual garment that you have over us, O God. Everything that comes with you, O God, is in that spiritual anointing garment. By you, Father God, by your anointed hand, we thank you for your precious son. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, merciful Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So I just thank God for the prayer for everybody to getting warmed up to the word of God. God has something blessed and beautiful for us. I have just had a great loss in my family. So the Lord allow us when we're dealing with anything. This is a perfect place to express it because this is why I say if you're going through anything, if you need to say anything, leave a message. It is important to get it out. And my aunt lost her husband and he was our family. And I've been very heavy in my heart for 
him just leaving, I've been heavy in my heart because my aunt, she's my favorite aunt. When you have somebody you love and you're so close with them, you can have their burden it heavy in your heart. So I got to keep staying prayed up so I can get my strength. I can't give up because I'm hurting. Yes, I'm hurting. Yes, it's painful. Death is stinging. And he has kids, grown kids, and he has grandchildren that he leaves behind that is going to sorely miss him. We all are going to miss him. And he was such a great man of God. And he was such a good provider. He was, he never done nothing bad to no one. And when you have people like that, it hurts really bad. So I just thank God that even in the mix of grieving, even in the mix of hurting and crying, because I've been crying. It happened August 18th. He passed away at 12.15 a.m. in the morning. But we was faithful in prayer. We was faithful in believing the peace of the Lord. And God brought him out in peace. God took him out of suffering. And I thank the Lord for the life he lived here, that he did what he needed to do and God called him home. So that is an example. Um, It's not to say that, because some people, okay, some people deal with grief, some people commit suicide, but we are not gonna do that because somebody leaves us and it hurts so bad. So I just thank God that we got to go on and do what God called us to do. People are completing their purposes and God brings them home. You're here for one thing only. Remember God's purpose. So my voice kind of sound raspy this morning because I've been doing a lot of on and off crying. But I wanted to come here with my sisters and my brothers and rejoice the Lord. That is what I'm saying, my sisters and brothers in Christ. When you're going through a crisis, when you're going through tragedy, you have to reach to the Lord. You have to hold on to God. Don't let him go because you're hurting. He will give you some time to cry. He will give you time to be quiet. He understands. But you can weep in the Lord and not have to weep alone. You can rejoice and weep and you will have rest. The Lord is still giving me rest. I don't have to get a a seven-hour resting period. But I thank God for giving us rest in the midst of going through something that is hard to go to sleep. So I just ask in Jesus' name that you keep my entire family uplifted in prayer. Pray for the bereaved, that God give us the comfort we need to keep on going on to do the healing. So we're going to celebrate him in our own way in the name of Jesus so we can let his soul go to rest in peace. You know, you have to have those final celebrations and final moments. So after everything is done, after the process of preparing to say the final goodbye, um, you know, it comes with um, funeral, burial, and stuff like that. But we're not doing the funeral and burial. We're just going to do it in our own way. So I just thank God, um, you know, my aunt decided to do it in a way that is best for her, how she's going to have um, the services. A memorial service is basically what we're going to have. We're not going to, you know, do certain things because it's what they can deal with. So it's with the mother, and which is my aunt, my family. But they, they're going through it much, much worse than I am. But I checked in, I'm checking in and, you know, being an encourager to my family and being supportive. And I thank God for the strength. And I know in time it's going to take 
you to heal and some things we may never get over. But God will give us the peace to move and go forward without that loved one that is no longer here. Life as we know with the loved one is no longer existent. But we have their memory. We have all the things that they left behind. So that's why we got to make sure that we have it right with God. So what will your legacy be? Your legacy. Will it be known for... Because some people have their legacy. Uh, legacy, I can't say it right. But um, you got... What would you want to be remembered for? I think about that. Ponder on that for a second. Lord, if I leave here today or tomorrow, what would I want people to remember me as? I want people to remember my walk that I had with Jesus. That that woman loved the Lord. That's the impact. And that's what my mark is going to be. Because I don't need a mark of... I was in the network. I was running um, millions of dollars. No, I want to be remembered that I glorify the Lord and put the Lord first. So you got to ask yourself what is best, what is important in your life that you want to be remembered as. Do you want to be remembered as a failure? You want to be remembered as a dancer, as a singer, or as a woman and man of God? So you just contemplate that because sometimes we never think about those things. But what impact? Well, people remember you are what, what impact that you have given people in their lives that they will remember you most by. And I know for a fact that people are going to remember my godly wisdom that I shared. They're going to remember that because that's the main impact that I leave with people. And I thank God because it was all God did it. God raised me up in him and he's still raising me up. He's raising you up. He's going to raise you up if you just begin it. He's going to raise you up in his kingdom, in his righteousness. He loves us so much. And I just thank God for you all. I feel a love and support just by you listening. I feel that you are here for me. And I appreciate you. And I love you in Jesus' name. And thank you so, so much. Your spirit is well needed and appreciated. And keep on spreading the joy. Keep on spreading the prayers. Keep on spreading Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. And ask the Lord in everything you do for him to give you the strength. Ask the Lord in everything you do for his guidance. We need to do it his way at all times. And we always ask the, we always have to ask the Lord, what is it, God, you have me to do in this day? Lord, prepare me for this day. Lord, build me up for this day. I thank you, Lord, for whatever you have me to do. Because I thank you because whatever you have me to do is right. I thank you for choosing me, Father God. I thank you, oh God, for uplifting me. And I thank the Lord his uplifting to everybody so we're gonna go right into it and this is a place where we can be free we can we can express how we feel and so this is an example this is an example my sisters and brothers in Christ see how I express what I'm dealing with what I'm going through because this is a place for it if you can't do it nowhere else you can always do it first with just you and God remember that you can always do it with the Lord But if you couldn't do it nowhere else, you know you can turn to the Lord. And if you know you couldn't do it nowhere else, you can turn to this podcast. Because this is the Lord podcast. This is the Lord sanctuary. The podcast is the sanctuary of the Lord. It belongs to the Lord. The Lord has blessed us to come here. So we got to show the Lord that we are grateful to have this place. 
It's an out for people. It's a place of comfort, a love, where people can feel the nourishment of Jesus Christ in their life, where they could come and learn the nourishment of Jesus Christ. So the Lord is going to have us talking about how to be honest in our walk. A lot of us still tell white lies. I'm guilty. I do. But it's not just, well, white lies is an example. Somebody may, um, how can I give an example of a little white lie? The reason why I call it a white lie because they feel like it's not you just intentionally lying, but it's one of them spontaneous. Somebody at you something off guard and you just be like, oh no, I'm about to go to sleep. But you know you're not about to go to sleep. Those are little white lies. Okay, we've all done them. Because sometimes we don't know what to say in a moment of time. Somebody throws something on us. And the first thing we think, whatever comes to mind, comes out. So that's like a little white lie. But it's not that you're a liar. So God wants us in our individual growth, learning how to be honest in him. So he has a prayer for individual growth. And he has some scriptures that he's going to bless us with that teaches us through the word what is why it's best to be honest. God wants us to be honest Christians. He wants us to be honest in his word. We can't go telling lies through the word. We got to speak his truth. If we can't speak his truth, then we're not speaking from the Lord. We're not speaking about the Lord if it's not his truth. We can't change his truth and make it our truth so people can feel comfortable. No, we speak the truth. If people don't want to hear the truth, that's between them and God. You don't force the truth on no one. So I thank God before we go into it, The Lord has an encouraged passage to give us today. I say passage, message. Well, it's always a message in the word of God that he gives us. And I thank God that I am blessed to be able to see and read on my own because of the Lord giving me strength. He done blessed me to have eyeglasses so I can see greater in his word so I can read longer. I used to struggle with my reading time because... I didn't have no glasses and my eyes had gotten to the point where things were blurry and I was using a dollar glasses temporarily just for reading but see I have to wear glasses all through the day because it's not just for reading but for my eyes to have strength and driving and walking and seeing you know objects people places things signs so I just thank God for him supplying what I need to keep on living in the word, growing in the word, understanding his word, applying his word. And I thank God for the blessings that he is doing to you and your life and your family lives as well. We love me and the Lord because I love all my love to him. I love you in Jesus name. I love you through the Lord because the love through the Lord is the greatest love you'll ever get from someone. Because if I love you in the natural of my own, that's not the love that, you know, is going to inspire you. That's not the love you're going to feel. But God gives us a gift, and that is my gift. I love naturally. I don't have to try to love anyone. I can love you naturally in the spirit of the Lord. And I just thank God for all of our gifts. And maybe it's time for you to get to know your gifts. Tap into them and see how you can use them to be an impact for the kingdom of God. I'm using my gift. My gift is love. And as they said, that is one of the greatest gifts because God say that we have to be able to walk in his love. We have to be loving to be in, in the Lord. We can't be in the Lord being hateful, but everybody can't love easy. So when you have a gift, that gift is for you. God made that gift for you because he know 
you were gifted for that purpose. And so a lot of times people take their gift and they abuse it and they don't use it for Jesus. They don't use it for the Lord. So we're going to get into the message and we're going to get into it. But I just thank God. Remember, God is waiting to hear from you. Testify, share, so your testimonies can uplift someone else today. And I know testimonies are a blessing to our hearts and soul. We need the testimonies so we can realize and see that what we got going on and somebody else struggled with something and they got through it. God got them over it. God delivered them. And God can do that for me. So you get encouraged by the testimonies. If you want something to be spoken about, hey, just leave a message and I'll be glad. Or just lift it up to the Lord and allow the Lord to bring it out of you in the name of Jesus. So this passage says, um, here it goes. It says, we can give touch and comfort and strength and physical healing. But for spiritual healing, we need to turn to God. So knowing our strengths and our weaknesses, we turn to the Lord because all of us carry our past hurts. And he has the remedy for everything. It's simple. If we just turn to him, he will bring us this inner healing, this spiritual healing, so we can make our lives more holy and more pleasing to God. Amen. That was very inspiring. Thank you, Lord. That was very uplifting. So the Lord is the one that gives us that spiritual healing that we need. So we can't get that from people. We have to get that from the Lord. Knowing our strengths and weaknesses, we can turn to the Lord because all of us do carry some past hurts. Some may not be carrying it no more. Somebody used to carry it, but we all have done it. And so we turn to the Lord and he revives us spiritually and we're able to go forward. We're able to grow. We're able to have his strength. We're not, you know, we don't have to be lost. We don't have to carry those pains anymore from the past. So I just thank God for that uplifting. So we're going to say a prayer. Well, um, the Lord's going to give us a prayer. And as we are receiving this prayer in Jesus' name, this is going to change our life. This is going to help us grow. So when you receive this prayer, remember, this is the Lord pouring into our heart. And this is the Lord prayer to us. And it goes, Father, in the name of Jesus, we in our prayer group desire that our prayers avail much. We are individuals who mutually dependent on one another, having gifts faculties, talents, qualities that defer according to the grace given us. We who with unveiled faces all reflect your glory are being transformed into your likeness with ever increasing glory, which comes from you who are the spirit. Father, we realize that you know what we have need of before we ask and that we are not all growing in the same manner or on the same time schedule, but we are growing in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We give each other space to grow, for we are becoming a patient people, bearing with one another and making allowances because we love one another. We acknowledge that we do not have dominion over each other, and we refuse to lord it over one another's faith. But we are fellow laborers to promote one another's joy because it is by faith we stand firm in Jesus' name. 
Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you for that prayer. Yes, we're here to grow, to encourage one another. We're becoming patient in the Lord. And that's what the Lord is saying to us in our individual growth. He is saying that we are individuals who are dependent on one another. And as sisters and brothers in Christ, we are to encourage one another. We need one another. Yes, this is an individual walk, but this is also a family. So we have to stick together. A family that prays together stays together. Amen. So I thank God for that prayer. And now we're going to get some scriptures from the Lord um, that's going to talk about honesty. So one of the things in walking, in our walk, we have to learn how to be honest in ourselves. We have to be real with God. We got to stop playing games. We can't be playing games. We will never heal. We'll never be able to fully surrender. We got to be truthful with the Lord. You don't got to be truthful with me, but when you're truthful with the Lord, we can begin to walk in his real honesty spirit. God wants us to be honest in everything we do. And some of us are so immune to lies. We God has to break us free from that lying spirit and turn us into that honest spirit. So the Lord wants us to be good and honest. He wants us to be blessed and prosperous, but he can't promote no lies. So the Lord can promote us in honesty. When we're honest, we're winning souls correctly for Christ. When we're honest, we're being real with ourselves. When we're honest, we're able to surrender. We're able to surrender rightfully in Christ. When we're honest with God, God is always going to be real with us. He's never going to go and be disloyal and be dishonest because we can lie. God is not a liar. God is a truthful God. He is a promising God. He is an understanding and honest God. He loves us type of God. So I thank God for every uplifting in the scripture that these scriptures, we turn to the word so we can learn the honesty and the spirit of the Lord and not the world. But the, being honest will teach us how to grow and be honesty brings forth a lot. When you're honest, you have a lot of respect because you're honest, respectful, your integrity. So that's a part of all of that. Your walk, when you honest with people and you're not giving them what they want to hear, but you're telling the truth. If you don't get right, you're going to hell. I'm not saying you're going to hell, but it says it in the word. See, when you speak the truth about God's word, God don't lie on his word. If you tell somebody you're going to hell and you don't sit here and say because it's in the word and you're just saying, that's you cursing somebody and you cursing yourself. You don't tell nobody to go to hell or you don't tell nobody where they're going. How do you know where they're going? They can get in heaven and you're gonna, you can be the one that's going to hell. So don't curse no one. Speak God's truth. And God is going to give us some scriptures. So if you have a Bible, if you don't have a Bible... I pray in Jesus' name that God bless you with a Bible. But I believe by faith in Jesus' name, if you're serious about your walk, the Lord is going to bless you with a Bible. And when he blesses you with the Bible, because you're going to learn his word, you're going to grow in his word. And for those who already have a Bible, you could just write these noted scriptures down because you won't have time to look up the scriptures. I'm giving the scriptures And there's no more Sunday prayer. So I'm just telling you it was Sunday, but um, there's no more prayer line for the moment. 
but this is still going to be the place where you can receive a prayer and an uplifting praise from the Lord. So it's not a prayer line, but we still have a podcast, y'all, to come up here. And if you have any prayer requests and you feel like, listen, I need prayer. I need somebody to reach out to me. Can you please call me and pray with me, my sister? Can you please call me and pray with me, my brother? We need to stay connected. God will make a way for us to stay prayed up together. If you need a prayer, leave a message. It's okay. We all need prayer. I need prayer from you. Pray for me in the name of Jesus. Please take time out and pray for me. Because I appreciate every prayer I can get. And I always need prayer. And I always have to stay prayed up. So, yes, prayer is very important. God is going to bless another prayer line. But if you are interested in having prayer during the noontime, if you're interested in having prayer, let me know because there's still an available prayer. I got to get the number. It's called a welling woman. I haven't went on there yet, but it's from my church home. But every time those days come up, I have, I'm not home because I'm taking my daughter to work or it's always an inconvenient time that is for me. So it's 830, I think three days out of a week. Next time, I will get it and write all the information down. And if you're interested, it's just called The Welling Woman. But it's for men and women to come. And if you want to rejoice and you want to pray, they'll tell you. When it's time for prayer, they'll tell you. When you come in, announce yourself. Say, hey, this is Kathy. God bless. Okay. And so when the prophetic uh, woman of God asks, does anyone want to pray? Unmute your phone. But you have to mute it so that way you can receive the prayers of the Lord. Same with the prayer line. But I'm going to get that prepared. And I should have it when I come back next time in God's will. I'm going to have that, the time and schedule. So see how good God is. That just came to my spirit. Like, wait a minute. My church home has it three days out of a week. And they've been doing it for a while. I just was not able to get on it. But I believe by faith now that the Lord is going to get me free on one of those scheduled times it's a solid schedule it's always 8 30 but God is going to make a way for me to reach one of those days in a week if I don't meet all of them so my name is Shakira on the line but my spiritual name here is heavenly and that is my spiritual name is heaven so that's my nickname people call me heaven here is heavenly so you can call me heaven you can call me heavenly you can say Shakira But whatever, you know, I'm still your sister in Christ. So we all have our nicknames, right? So it's cool going by nickname, but, you know, it's um, the blessing of being a sister in Christ to one another, a brother in Christ to somebody, you know? So I thank God that we can have names that we are comfortable with having people to bless us and say our names. So it doesn't make us a liar because we don't introduce by our birth name. Whatever name you go by, if you want to go by Jack and Jill, then that's your freedom. Okay, how you doing, Jack? How you doing, Jill? Yes, it doesn't make you dishonest. Okay, so let's prepare ourselves to receive these wonderful, blessed scriptures from the Lord, and he will give us a devotional word after. So, okay. Starting with Proverbs chapter 12, verse 17 says, A truthful witness gives honest testimony, but a false witness tells lies. 
Next in Psalms 25, verse 4 to 5, 4 through 5. Show me your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth and teach me. For you are God my Savior, and my hope is in you all day long. Next, Psalms 145, verse 18. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. Next is Proverbs 16, verse 13. Kings take pleasure in honest lips. They value a man who speaks the truth. Next is Zechariah chapter 8, verse 16. These are the things you are to do. Speak the truth to each other and render true and sound judgment in your courts, declares the Lord. Next is Isaiah chapter 33, verse 15 through 16. He who walks righteously and speaks what is right, who rejects gain from extortion, and keeps his hand from accepting bribes, who stop his ears against plots of murder, and shuts his eyes against contemplating evil, this is the man who will dwell on the heights. Next is Titus chapter 2, verse 7 through 8. Ooh, I have to just take a deep breath. Okay. In everything, set them an example by doing what is good. In your teaching, show integrity, seriousness, and soundness of speech that cannot be condemned, so that those who oppose you may be ashamed because they have nothing bad to say about us. Next is Acts 24, verse 16. I strive always to keep my conscience clear before God and man. Next is Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. Whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, Think about such things. Next is Psalms 40, verse 11. Do not withhold your mercy from me, O Lord. May your love and your truth always protect me. Next is Collisions. Collisions chapter 3, verse 22 to 23. Obey your earthly masters in everything and do it not only when their eye is on you, and to win their favor, but with sincerity of heart and reverence for the Lord. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for men. Next is First Peter, um, second chapter, verse 12. Live such good lives among the pagans that though they accuse you of doing wrong, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day he visits us. Next is Psalm 7, verse 8. Judge me, O Lord, according to my righteousness, according to my integrity, O Most High. Next is Psalms 15, verse 1 to 2. Lord, who may dwell in your sanctuary, who may live on your holy hill, he whose walk is blameless and who and who does what is righteous 
who speaks the truth from his heart. Next is Proverbs chapter 10, verse 9. The man of integrity walks securely, but he who takes crooked paths will be found out. Next is Makai chapter 6, verse 8. He has shown you, O man, what is good, and what does the Lord require of you? To act justly and to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. Next, Luke 16, verse 10. Jesus said, Whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. And whoever is dishonest with very little will also be dishonest with much. Amen for the scriptures. Amen. We needed those scriptures. So I'm going to give you the devotional thoughts on honesty. That was a blessing for the scriptures. Last spring, my husband and I had our income tax returns done. I was extremely busy with all of the usual activities of life at that time and hurriedly ran about pulling open drawers, looking for records and receipts all about an hour before I was supposed to have the information gathered together, I guesstimated how much we had donated for charities and how much we had spent for medical expenses. I began to feel uncomfortable, but silently reasoned that I had done all I was able to do under the circumstances. The next morning as I left the house for my Bible study, I murmured a quick prayer, Lord, if you want me to go back through all my records and do it right. I will, just let me know. On the way to Bible study, the woman who was driving began to talk about being obedient to the Lord, even in small things. She said her mother laughed at her for being so honest on her income tax. I squirmed in my seat. I knew what I had to do. Although it was slightly embarrassing to call our accountant back with the correct figures, I felt better once I had, and I felt a whole lot better knowing that I had been obedient to the Lord's voice. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father, for the inspiration. That is very inspiring. When you are honest, you will be tremendously blessed. When you're dishonest, you're leading yourself into a destructive place because... One lie after one lie eventually will destroy you. So we want to stay honest. We want to learn. If we're not honest, we want to learn how to be honest. And I thank God for honesty. I thank God that I can be honest in my walk, that I can be honest with other people without having to hurt your feelings. If your feelings get hurt, then you need to deal with your emotions if I'm coming to you compassionately. But I love that I can be honest and real with our Lord. So be real with God so God can teach you how to be real in your life. People are so quick to say, I'm real, but when you're lying, you're not being real. That's not real. Real is when you're an honest person. You don't have to tell people your business. You don't have to lie. You don't have to tell people anything, but you don't need to walk in Christ being dishonest. So I just thank God for the message, the passage today, and we're going to go to... Isaiah chapter 60, and I'm going to read verse 1 through um, 22. So just turn there, or you can just listen here. And we're going to thank God. This is talking about 
basically the future kingdom that we can look forward to. We're growing now in the kingdom. God is building a kingdom in us to prepare us for the kingdom and eternal. So I just thank God for the promises of glory for God's people. God has promises for us in his glory. So he promised us so many things and we follow him. So you know you're going to receive the promises of the Lord. So God wanted to us to read this, go through this, and be blessed and remember that he has his promises for us as we continue to follow the Lord, continue to trust in the Lord. We continue to have faith in the Lord. We continue to come to the Lord with all our supplications, all our complaints, and being honest with the Lord. Amen. Okay, Isaiah chapter 60 verse 1 says, Arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is rising upon thee. Um, second, um, wait. second verse says, For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people, but the Lord shall rise, but the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon three upon thee. Verse 3. And the Gentiles shall come to thy light, and kings to the brightness of thy rising. Verse 4. Lift up thy eyes round about, and see all they gather themselves together. They came to thee. This is verse 4, just, just in case I didn't say it. Thy son shall come from far, and thy daughter shall be nursed at thy side. Verse 5. Then thou shalt see and flow together, and thy heart shall fear and be enlarged, because the abundance of the sea shall be converted unto thee. The forces of the Gentiles shall come unto thee. Verse 6. The multitude of camels shall cover thee, the dromedaries of Midian and Ephah, all day from Sheba shall come. They shall bring gold and incense, and they shall show forth the praises of the Lord. Verse 7. All the flocks of Kedar shall be gathered together unto thee. The rams of Nebaioth, Nebaioth, yeah, the eye is silent, shall minister unto thee. They shall come upon they shall come up with acceptance on mine altar, and I will glorify the house of my glory. Verse 8. Who are these that fly as a cloud and as the doves to their windows? Verse 9. Surely the owls shall wait for me, and the ships of Tarshish first to bring thy sons from far, their silvers and their gold with them. Unto the name of the Lord, thy God, and to the Holy One of Israel, because he have glorified thee. Verse 10. And the sons of strangers, <laughs> excuse me, and, and the sons of strangers shall build up thy walls, and their kings shall minister unto thee. For in my wrath I smote thee, but in my favor have I had mercy on thee. Verse 11. 
Therefore, thy gates shall be open continually. They shall not be shut day nor night, that men may bring unto thee the forces of the Gentiles, and that their kings may be brought. Verse 12. For the nation and kingdom that will not serve thee shall perish. Yea, those nations shall be utterly wasted. Verse 13. The glory of Lebanon shall come unto thee, the fir tree, the pine tree, and the... Let me turn the page. <clears throat> and the box together to beautify the place of my sanctuary. And I will make the place of my feet glorious. Verse 14. The sons also of them that afflicted thee shall come bending unto thee. And all they that despise thee shall bow themselves down at the soles of thy feet. And they shall call thee the city of the Lord, the Zion, the Holy One of Israel. Verse 15. Whereas thou hast hast been forsaken and hated, so that no man went through thee, I will make thee an eternal excellency. A joy of many generations. Verse 16. Thou shalt also suck the milk of the Gentiles, and shalt suck the breast of kings. And thou shalt know that I am Lord, I am thy Savior, and thy Redeemer, the Mighty One of Jacob. Verse 17. For, the, for brass I will bring gold, and for iron I will, do, I will bring silver. And for wood brass and for stones iron, I will also make thy, thy offers peace and thy exactors righteousness. Verse 18. Violence shall no, no more be heard in thy land, wasting nor destruction within thy borders. But thou shalt call thy wall salvation and thy gates praise. Verse 19, the sun shall be no more thy light by day, neither for brightness shall the moon give thy light unto thee, give light unto thee. But the Lord shall be unto thee an everlasting life, and thy God, thy glory. Thy glory. Verse 20, thy sun shall no more go down, neither shall thy moon withdraw itself for the Lord shall be thine everlasting light, and the days of thy mourning shall be ended. Verse 21, Thy people also shall be all righteous, they shall inherit the land forever. The branch of my planting, the work of my hands, that I may be glorified. Verse 22, A little one shall become a thousand, and a small one, a strong nation. I, the Lord, will hasten it in his time. I don't know if you may receive it as it was reading it, but let's just recap so we can understand it. For those who may not understand it, I got some understanding from it, but I'm going to go and um, where the study app is at, so it kind of give us an understanding. It was basically saying, when the Holy Spirit dwells within the people, they change. Their former desires is no longer enticing them. Their 
now their chief aim is to please God, who are Christians today, are the hearers of this prophecy. We are given discernment between right and wrong because the Holy Spirit dwells within within us. So basically, the Lord saying that the Holy Spirit dwells in us, that we we want to please God. So we don't indulge in those old ways. We don't indulge into that old life. So when we are walking in Christ and we want to do everything to please God, the Holy Spirit is able to tell us right from wrong. We are able to have a discernment when something is not right. When we know it's not right because we do everything to make the Lord happy, even when we make mistakes, even when we fall. But when you're doing everything you could do to make the Lord happy, you don't want to sin against the Lord. So the Lord has said that in that part. And as we read these promises, we long for their fulfillment. God was making promises. But we got to be patient waiting for God's timing. His timing is not our timing. So we got to be patient and waiting for his timing. He's going to do exactly what he said he's going to do. We just got to wait patiently in the Lord and we got to trust in his word. So I just thank God. And then the places mentioned belong to obscure tribes in the Arabian desert, hundreds of miles from Israel. All people will come to Jerusalem because God will be living there and they will be attracted to his light. Don't be discouraged when, excuse me, you look around and see so few people turn to God. One day, people throughout the earth will recognize him as the one true God. So you don't feel discouraged and say, dang, it's not a lot of people in this church. If God blessed you to go to a church, if God blessed you in that church setting, you go and rejoice the Lord because you're not coming for the people. You rejoice in the Lord. So where this beautiful reality is also is promise. So we just thank God for blessing us with that understanding and that wisdom. I am so thankful to the Lord. He has given us this time and this hour to bring him glory, to share his good news. And so we're going to be closing out, but we're never closing out from the Lord. I love the Lord. You love the Lord. You are getting to know the Lord more and more in your walk. There's no limit. So you're walking Christ. Every day we learn something new in Jesus' name. Every day we're walking with the Lord. We're allowing the Lord to walk with us. So we're going to close out in prayer. So let's close out in prayer after this blessed, blessed lesson the Lord has teach us on honesty. Father God, we thank you in Jesus' name. You have done it again, O Lord. We thank you, O God, for the uplifting of your word today. I thank you, O God, for the message that we received in today. Lord, Father God, touch us in our hearts. Speak to us in our soul. Father God, through this day, (coughs) let us meditate on what you were saying to us in the word today. Let us continue to pray no matter what we're facing, no matter the battles, O God. I thank you for your comfort, O God. I thank you for comforting me, for comforting my sisters and brothers in Christ when they need the comfort from you, O God. All we need is a touch from you, O God. Your touch changes our life. Your touch is what changed my life today. So, Lord, we're going to continue to give you honor, glory, and praise in our day. Lord, Father God, let us be led by your spirit. We thank you for filling us up with your word. We thank you for the fruit of the spirit, oh God. Lord, touch circumstances right now that need your touch. (coughs) 
heal, Father God, in the name of Jesus, where brokenness is, oh God. Father God, touch the wounds of the pains and scars, that it be no more, oh God. That you remove the pain, oh God. That you remove past hurts in the name of Jesus, oh God. Have your way, oh God, in our life. Have your way in our circumstances, oh God. Lord, let us continue as we go to this day thanking you, Jesus, uplifting your holy name, oh God. I thank you, oh God, for everybody here today. Everybody that you will have listened to this podcast, oh God, but let them be filled up with your presence. Let them be filled up with your love, oh God. I know in Jesus' name, oh God, that you have surely blessed us another day with your rich word, oh God. I thank you for giving us riches in the word, that the word is so rich and thick that it feeds our soul correctly, oh God, that we become whole in you, oh God, that we are happy in the name of Jesus in Christ, regardless of long suffering, oh God, but we thank you, oh God, we come to thank you, oh God, we come to lift your holy name up in the name of Jesus. So we thank you for giving us this part of the day. You are the first fruits, oh God. When we open our eyes, we ought to give you hollers and praise, oh God, in the name of Jesus. But we thank you, oh God, for the Holy Spirit that abides in us, oh God. We thank you in Jesus' name for what you're doing in each and every one of our lives today, oh God. Lord, we thank you that our life is changing in the name of Jesus. We're not where we used to be. We're not headed in destruction no more, but we're going through your light. We're going towards the light in the name of Jesus in the path of righteousness, oh God. Cover our families and us in the blood of Jesus through our day, oh God. Give us the hedges of your protection, dear Lord. And Father God, let us continue to pray. Let us make time for you more in our day, oh God. Let us give you all our supplications and our complaints first, oh God, because I know in Jesus' name you're going to work it out. And I just thank you, Lord, for the lesson of honesty today and an individual growth. And Lord, work on us to help us be honest, oh God. Work on us, oh God, that you have your way in our life. So we just give you all the honor and glory and praise. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Thank you, merciful God. In Jesus' name, glory be to you, oh God. Amen. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, merciful Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory be to you, O God. In the name of Jesus, have your way. Thank you, merciful God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for pouring your love down on us. Isn't God good all the time? You see how uplifted we are? We need Jesus every day. We need prayer every day. This has been your sister, Heavenly, and it has been an honor and a blessing to spend time with my amazing, beautiful sisters and brothers in Christ. Our souls is beautiful. So continue to spread the good news of the Lord. Be encouraged reach out, leave a message, testify, do what God say do, ask God to show you what's next, ask God to speak to your heart, 
but keep yourself in the word. Apply the word. Be a doer of his holy word. And your life will not be the same. I want you to have a prosperous and blessed day. I love you all in Christ Jesus. It's going to be okay. God got us. We can't go wrong. God bless everyone.